The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his apostles, whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Whoever does not take up his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it. Whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Whoever receives you receives me, and whoever receives me receives the one who sent me. Whoever receives a prophet because he is a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. Whoever receives a righteous person because he is a righteous person will receive a righteous person's reward. Whoever gives only a cup of cold water to one of these little ones to drink because the little one is a disciple, amen, I say to you, you will surely not lose your reward. The Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. We're right there in the beginning of the summer season. Fourth of July is around the corner. And many people this weekend, next weekend, and throughout the weekends of the summer will be opening their doors, their pools, their decks, their backyards to family and friends. It's called hospitality. And I thought hospitality on this weekend, how appropriate is reflected in the scriptures. Now the first one is very beautiful. Elisha, a very holy prophet, is being given hospitality to a family in Shunem. But the hospitality is permanent, like it mi casa tu casa, it's permanent. Whenever you come here, we'll have a room for you. Usually only family offers that. And my family in South Jersey definitely offers that. When I visit them, they debate as to whose house I'm gonna be in. And I feel like a trophy, either Jamie's house or, or Linda's house or Donna's house. And wherever I stay, I am enjoying the hospitality that, that the family gives me. Today in the scriptures, we hear hospitality from the book of Kings, we receive the message from Paul's letter to the Romans as to the reason for the hospitality of Christians, and that's Christ, being born into the body of Christ, celebrating our faith in Christ as a Christian family, yes, as a biological family, but as a Christian family, we're being invited, and Paul has a very interesting way of saying it, invited into his death, but also into his everlasting life, because the death that he's inviting us to comes at our baptism, and the life is won by Jesus at his resurrection. Hospitality. Now, Matthew's rendition of today's reading 
very interesting. Jesus is saying, even if you give a cup of cold water to someone, you're expressing hospitality. You'll be rewarded. But then he has that odd piece. If you love mother or father or sister or brother or anybody else before me or more than me, you're not worthy of my love. What does that mean? Well, hospitality, family, and that, love, came together for me yesterday. Throughout this week, I've been struggling with these readings. What I do is I read them on Sunday night for next week, and these I read last Sunday. And I couldn't latch on to a strong theme that I wanted to share today until yesterday, and it came to me last night. Yesterday, I went to visit my cousins in South Jersey. Linda is close to death. She has three to six months to live. The family is extremely supportive. And when I walked into her house, I stayed at Donna's house, my cousin, the night before, and received hospitality there and beautiful breakfast. When I, when I went to Linda's house, it was packed. Family was there. Some were quiet, some were gossipy, some were eating. And then when they called me Lewis down there. When Lewis walked in, everything changed. Oh, Lewis is here. It's like a personality. And isn't that what we want to hear when we are visiting someone, especially during the Easter season, Christmas season, or summer vacation, when someone walks in, oh, look who's here. Well, I, I didn't need that. It's, it's natural down there. And I was able to give and receive the hospitality of my family. They're all skirties down there. Some are married into other families, but they're all basically skirties. And they're extremely tight. And for me to be not only welcomed into that, but embraced into that, is, is the readings today. It's like what the woman gave Elisha, a place. The night before, I stayed at another cousin's house. And yesterday, I ate and stayed with Linda and those relatives who were there. And the hospitality was echoing in my ears last night as I was sleeping and realized that that's what the scriptures are all about today. Hospitality. And giving hospitality to those we love and receiving it back from those we love. And also, Christ takes us a little step further and says, the hospitality should be given to anybody who comes to your door or is invited to your party. And if you even give a cup of cold water to a stranger in my name, don't forget, it's me you're giving it to. And if you receive that kid in my name, you're receiving me. And if you receive me, you're receiving Jesus, at my father. So it's a package deal to be offered love to a stranger becomes Jesus and becomes the Father. When we love, when we give of ourselves. And we shared hospitality yesterday. We shared stories and sadness. We cried together. We ate together. 
And that's what family does. True, authentic family, when it's time, we stand up and we show our authentic relationship. And, and what is the authentic relationship? We're blessed by Jesus Christ. The authentic relationship is celebrating entrance into his everlasting life. We can talk about one day, Linda, passing to eternal life, and it hurts us. But as Christians, we hear Jesus through the Romans and all his other teachings that if you pass from this life into the next life, you're with me. And we as Catholics have very interesting traditions, as you know, the sacraments. So we were able to bring Jesus into that living room yesterday between the pizza and the sandwiches and the subs and, and the cousins smoking outside, we brought them all in because we celebrated the sacrament of anointing of the sick together. We brought Jesus into our family. He's always there, but sacramentally we brought Jesus into our family. So we fulfilled the gospel story he was number one. We love Linda dearly and each other there. But Jesus was the key. So we showed love to Linda and to Carmi and to the rest of the family gathered there. And in doing that, we are showing our love and our oneness with Jesus Christ. That doesn't happen only because I'm a priest. It happens in all your families. When you gather together in love and respect, you're bringing Jesus Christ into the table, into the household, into the kitchen. So when we celebrated the anointing, the sacrament of anointing of the sick and dying yesterday, we fulfilled the scriptures for today. We celebrated Jesus with us. We celebrated the one who is outside and who says, if you, like, you love anybody else more than you love me, you're not worthy of me. So what we did was bring him in and celebrate him and show him as a family that we love him and depend on him more than each other. We'll support each other. We'll continue to support each other. We'll continue to cry on one another's shoulders. We'll continue to pray for Linda and the family. But by doing that, Jesus is first. We're not putting any one of our family members aside. But because of Jesus and our sacramental union with him, by loving and celebrating the sacraments of anointing and the Eucharist that we did, we're worthy of him in his words. We became worthy of him. Did we see him yesterday? Yes on the couch, on the sofa, sitting on the stools at the bar. Yes, we saw Jesus. And who did Jesus look like? Each other, my family. Did we see the face of Jesus on each other? Yes. Did we see the tears of Jesus? Yes, on each other's family's face. See, as Catholics, we are so blessed to have access to God 
in all of our important moments, to have access to his dear son when we need him the most and we think about him and we remember he's with us. We're so blessed in a sense dubious blessing that we know Linda's condition is unless God changes it and I sort of still have faith that God can do what he wants no I, I do have faith in God in doing what he wants to do but in this case I am praying that he reverses the course of this illness but if the course goes the way it is according to the medics just three to five three to six months. That alone, as painful as it is, is a blessing. Something to thank Jesus for, that we have time with my beloved cousin to do and say what we want to do and say, without regrets afterwards, and to bring Jesus right there in the middle of it. For me, as a priest, my mission. It's, it's, it's why I said yes to Jesus when he asked me to become a priest. To do that in the middle of my family is a blessing. And for us as a family to know we have time together. Linda will suffer, I'm sure. They're coming up with some remedies that might ease the suffering. But with her, we suffer, not as much and not physically, but we're suffering emotionally. And Jesus wants us to identify with each other. That little cup of cold water, if you give the cold water to a little one, to a kid, you're giving it to me. That simple action, he's making a golden mandate for us how we can love one another, how we can take care of one another, how we can give drink and food to one another and be rewarded with the fact that it's Jesus that we're doing it to and giving it with and sharing it with. That's unbelievable. But yet, it is believable because it's the example that Jesus gave us. Hospitality, Yes, we experienced it yesterday, and many of us will experience it all summer. But you don't have to have beers and drinks and cocktails to celebrate hospitality and love. A glass of water would be enough.